All right, people, welcome back to another episode of Sneakers and Up. And I am excited, man. I got the beginning, the beginning man with me. GC, welcome back, fam. Welcome back. How you been? Dante, Don Tizzo, the Don Juan, the Italian Stallion. It's great to be back. Um, I'm still alive. I try to make a post let everybody know I'm (laughs) still around and kicking. Just, you know, take a little break. So here I am. Thanks for having me back. Of course, man. Anytime, anytime. It's uh, it, uh, this is yours too, man. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into where you've been, but first and foremost, you know how we do it here. Mm-hmm. You co-created it with me, so sneakers and up. We're doing what you rocking, what you watching. So welcome back, sir. Go ahead and go first. What you rocking? What you watching? Okay, what am I? What am I rocking? Let's see here. Um, I'm in the house most of the time, so not rocking too much. But recently, I rocked my red velvet Air Max anniversary Air Max 90s. Okay. And I also rocked, uh, oh man, I just pulled a blank. Oh yeah, and my teal Air Jordan 4s. I know a lot of people hate on those, but I threw the white laces in and give them a nice little pop. So that's what I'm rocking. Okay. Um, you want to go what you're rocking or you want to hear what I'm watching? Uh, let's do what you're watching. Okay, what I'm watching, we're going to talk a little bit about what I'm watching a little bit later because it's related to sneakers, but one non-sneaker thing that I'm watching is a show that's been around for a while, Superstore. I don't know if you ever watched that show. Yes. That joint is hilarious. Yes. Uh, I, I stopped watching it for like a year or so and just happened to catch it on Hulu and my wife and I started watching it again. Man, that show is so funny. <laughs> I love that show. I'm not up on this this new season though. Yeah, I've kind of slipped on this new season, but no, it's that's definitely that one is funny. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping uh, once uh, when they start posting on Hulu because I have Hulu as well. When they start posting episode one of this season, because mm-hmm. I don't think they have episode one. I think it, it I'm too late, so now they're on like episode six or something. Oh, you mean season six? No, uh, well, season, season, but uh, but the episode because they only hold so many, like they only go gotcha. back so far. Mm-hmm. So I, I missed it. I missed it. So I'm gonna have to go back and, and watch it because I like to binge watch that one. I'm gotcha. a huge fan, a huge fan of Superstore. Yeah, I'm behind. I think I'm in season four. And I think they have five seasons, so I have a whole new whole season to finish and then to get to the current season. So, I got you. Do they have the last season on there? I don't even know what the last season is. Oh, okay. I got yeah. you. I got and you. What I'm watching is that the main character just had her baby. I got um I gotta I gotta go back and take a take a look. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was watching that and I uh I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine at the same time. Okay. Are we and talking he, about the same thing? My superstore, the big like Walmart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, America Ferrera. Yeah, yeah, she had, yeah. She, had a, she had a baby. Yeah, but on Hulu, I was, that's the, I'm just saying what I was watching uh, together was that one in Brooklyn, the show Brooklyn Nine Nine. Gotcha. gotcha. So yeah, and I haven't I haven't been up on either one of those in a minute. So, um, but okay, but anyway, sorry to cut you off. What else was that? All you watching? Are you watching? Yes, the other stuff I'll talk about a little bit later. There's some sneaker shows that I'm watching. At least a sneaker show that I've been watching. Okay. What about um, you? Rocket and. So, uh, so recently, uh, on a past episode, those that have been following and listening, um, I talked about how bad that I wanted those uh, Jordan 9 Photo Blue, Mr. Cop 2 pair, and mm-hmm. one of them was straight to foot. I posted on the Instagram, so I was wearing wow. those. And then the other one I've been rocking, actually I'm wearing them right now, are the uh, Reebok Instapunk Fury Grinch to go with the Grinch shirt. Nice, 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 nice. So I'm rocking that now. 
So now for what I'm watching, um, I watched the new Kevin Hart uh, stand-up comedy show. Okay, on Netflix. On Netflix, which was funny. Okay. Um, and then I got done watching Mr. Iglesias on Netflix. Okay. Which was also another funny one. And I'm surprised that they recorded it, you know, I, I'm assuming at the beginning of the year during all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. But I liked it because they actually touched up on a lot of, uh, uh, I mean, we won't get too political, but they touched on a lot, uh, you know, on several regular everyday political stuff that normal people deal with on an everyday basis. So I kind of liked that. I thought it was it was a good touch. Is Mr. Iglesias fluffy? Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So uh, other than that, though, I haven't had much time to really watch anything else. So I, that's what I've been watching. Nice. All right, so we'll jump into it. So heat, sleep, or no. So you know what this is, man. So uh, for anybody else that's listening for the first time, which we hope more people are listening for the first time, um, but heat, sleep, and gnaw is essentially what it sounds like. Heat, the sneaker that we're going to go over is fire flames. You love it. You, you got to have it or going to try for it. Sleep is, mm, it is what it is. I take it if somebody gave it to me for free. And gnaw is no. Get it out of here. We don't want it. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one we're going to go over is the Nike Dunk Bodega. Okay. And is that the, the, the brown shoe here? Yes. The okay. brown the brown one. Yeah. So just a little heads up, everybody. I've been out of the loop. So like, I don't even know what's what, but Dante's sitting with the shoes in advance. So I'm looking at him. So the Bodega. Um, interesting. It's got some interesting like, uh, like uh, what's it called? Um I can't tell like a tiger print or a marble print inside that Nike check. And it's a jeweled Nike check too. Yeah, it's like a tiger print. But what I was also referring to was like this kind of like knitting laces, like coralline type of vibe they have on it as well. So, um, yeah, this shoe I would not rock. So this is a nod for me. That's a nod for you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was expecting at minimum a sleep because of the neutral colors. Yeah, but the thing is, like I said before, this uh, this like lacing kind of knotted, like it has string yarn kind of going in and out of it. Right. Different places. It's like just doesn't, you know. It kind of looks like a baseball glove. A little bit. Yeah, exactly. And it's just too much. They should have took some of that stitching or whatever that stuff is out and just left it like in little small places, but there's too much. So that's a nah for me. You know which one absolutely kills it for me, which so my verdict is also a nah. Um, but if you look around the, uh, the sock liner collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where you have that. Also, you have that. like That would bug me. Mm-hmm. Bug me. If you took that off and left the other ones on there, mm, this might could possibly be asleep. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, you're right. This is a, a basically a dunk with a sock collar on it. Without Yeah, now I don't like shoes with sock collars, to be honest. If I want a sock wearing shoe, I just put on a pair of Prestos. Yeah, well, I mean, but you see how it has like the strings inside mm-hmm. of it, like the baseball glove. That would bug me because I would I would be able to feel all those. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. But then also just having a sock liner on the dunk, it's like, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's not for me. Right. Nah. All right. So we got two Nas. Now, the next one is the Nike Kobe Grinch. It is coming back. The Kobe six. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling? Definitely uh, a sleep for me. Um, shout out to Kobe, you know, rest in peace to the Mamba or Mamba King or whatever his name is. You can tell I'm not a, a huge uh, LA fan, but um, it's a sleep for me because like um, these shoes are narrow 
and I have a size 13, as I always say, size 12, 12 to 13 shoe, and right. this would not look good on my foot. So on someone else, maybe heat, but for me, definitely sleep. What about you, Dante? Uh, definitely on me. That's a heat. That is a heat. I, I've had it before, mm -hmm. um, but I I bought them too big because I was I got a great deal on them, and I was, you know, it's when you wear like the two or three pairs of elite socks on top of it, trying to make them fit, didn't yeah. work. Um, so these are definitely a heat for me and I can't wait to try and get another L to cop these again. <laughs> Gotta think positive, man. Definitely not think positive. With the Kobe stuff, oh yeah. I yeah. haven't gotten nothing Kobe since uh since every everyone's been trying to go after it. Yeah, it makes sense. I got you. Nothing. Um, so that's a heat for me. Uh, all right. So the next one is gonna be the Sean Cliver. Uh, Nike SB Dunk Low Holiday Special. That's a mouthful. Yeah, and that's this one with the um, it like has the baby blue. A, yeah, like a baby blue. It looks like it has like a kind of a, brown, a shiny brown check. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, this one's heat for me. Um, I would pay full retail for this. I wouldn't pay resale, but I would pay full retail for this shoe, and I would definitely rock it. It's a nice shoe, nice and clean. Um, like okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to me, this one's a sleep. It is definitely not a nah. It is way better than a nah. Um, but it's not really it's not really on my radar to cop. Um, mm -hmm. I do like that inside the insoles, which are not shown. Um, it has, I think in one of them, it has like Santa and some elves or something. Okay. Uh, with some presents or something like that. It's It goes definitely along with like the Christmas uh, or the holiday uh, theme. I really like the soul. How it's like blue and has like sparkles or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like glitter inside of it. Like that's kind of cool. I haven't seen very many sneakers like that. What's what's the theme of this shoe? Is there a theme? Uh just the holiday special. It just I don't know besides that, because it kind of threw me off with the light blue. Yeah. Maybe like snow, winter, sparkles. That could possibly be it. And maybe like that the check is tinsel or something. Because it does have silver laces too. Okay. Oh, hold on. Silver laces, like shiny silver laces? Or not just shiny. Like, just, they're just silver. It's not very shiny. I was going to say, because that was going to kill it for me, but that silver laces that are shiny, I can't really do that. Oh, no. They're not shiny. Gotcha. All right. So you said that was a heat for you? That's a heat for me, yeah. All right. That was a sleep for me. All right. So the next one is the Harden uh, Volume 5. I don't know if this one has a theme or not. It didn't, it didn't post one up or anything, but I do know that this is his new model. So what do you think about the model? Maybe not the shoe, unless you love the sneaker, but. Uh, You're talking about this, this white shoe with the little blue and. Yeah, like the dots and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, no, this is an easy, easy, uh, easy knock for me. That There's nothing stylish about this shoe, the color. I don't like the shape. There's nothing about the shoe that I like, so yeah. No. Oh, damn, couldn't even save it with imagination on a, on a possible clean colorway, huh? Nah, nah. <laughs> mm -mm, this is a knock. Okay, and. Uh, I would have to agree with you. This is also enough for me. I'm not feeling this at all. Yeah, it just looks like a little kid just like did a did a little art project and put this together. It's like, nah, I'm cool. It looks simple. Like if you take out this, like the the dots and stuff, because I agree with you about like uh, a kid putting the sneaker together as mm -hmm. far as the colorway. But even if you take the colorway away and just give me a blank canvas, it is a very very simple sneaker. Yeah. It's uninspiring. It doesn't doesn't do anything. It doesn't elicit any emotions from you. So it is. Yeah, no, no standout at all. Mm -hmm. All right. So the last one for uh, heat sleep or not is the 
New Balance 1500 uh, Rainbow Eucalyptus. <laughs> yeah, by end. Okay, I see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a sleep for me. I like it. Um, don't love it. Uh, if someone gave it to me, I would rock it, but I would not buy it. Because uh, like New Balance, especially like this model, I forgot what it is. They're like two something, 280 or something ridiculous. So This one is 180. Oh, okay, then I got my new balance. The ones that are uh, the ones that are typically the high price ones typically are the ones that are made in USA. Ah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, now this is a sleep for me. Um, you can make it work like with some army color pants and things like that, so it's got potential, but it doesn't elicit any emotion for me. So sleep. Okay, um, I was borderline heat with this until I remembered this morning they sent me the email to sign up to raffle these, and I didn't even sign up. So just by default, I have to go at least a minimum of sleep. Um, they do have like a full, a full collection for this though. Like there is a Navy blue sweater that has, um, uh, a new balance and like whatever that tongue color is like a coral. Mm -hmm. They have a pink sweater that has a eucalyptus like leaf or a leaf, uh, like a branch with like eucalyptus, like leaves, those little leaves and, uh, that we'll, we'll see in the picture, but the audience won't see it. Cause I'm going to cut it out. So we can only see the sneaker, but, um, Excuse me. And then they got like some shorts and stuff too. Like there's a whole collection for this. Okay. And that and that threw me off. I was going to go after a sweater until I realized that the sweater was $95. I'm not paying $95 for a sweater. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had to be extra dope, but um, I hear you. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Um, yeah. I'm not doing it. All right. So that was all we had for uh, heat sleeping off. Um, do you by chance have a sleeper of the week? Maybe a sneaker that didn't necessarily have to come out this week. A sneaker, a movie, um, anything that you can think of that has recently or that you can think of that has come out and is not getting its due respect. I think a sleeper that just came on my radar because a friend of mine brought it up to me is the Sissico um, Jordan 4s. Um, those I think. Oh, just yeah. And I think it was like a Japan only release. Shout out to our boy Breezy Kicks. Um, 23 because breezy kicks 23 he has a pair he has a like a on foot you know a review um i like the shoe i think it's cool um it's not reselling for too too high and um it's what's different too high was it i said what's too high oh man it might be like uh low threes upper twos not sure okay that's not bad for retail being like 250 i think it was yeah, exactly. Retail's like two thirds, something ridiculous. But the point is, is that it's a shoe that I think is gonna be a big sleeper because you know it's different. It's a collaboration, the design, the pattern, because it's like this kind of jean but kind of sewed, stitched together type of thing, kind of like a patchwork type of thing. Uh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, but I think. But that's I think a good sleeper. Is, it's a sleeper because people are like, "Yeah, this is okay." But like four or five years from now, it might be like you know, kind of a Levi's level. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm talking, but I might end up copping a pair. Even though I, <laughs> I don't want to, but I love the Jordan Force. Right. No, they are. Uh, that, that's definitely a good sleeper. Definitely a good sleeper. No, that, that was a good one. Uh, mine is, you? huh? I was going to say, what about you? Share yours. Uh, mine is, I've, I've been kind of on a Reebok theme, man, and I'm going to keep it going. Um, so, and it's mainly just because I think the Reebok questions are dope and people are just sleeping on them, but is the, um, Reebok question street sleigh. Okay. I sent you a picture of it. It's the one that has like, it's red with black. No, it's black with red patent leather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said that. 
you have it actually in the like that we're going to do a he sleeper now on that but um yeah no i see it it's it's it looks nice and sleek this is a shoe again that would look good on a smaller foot but i think on a bigger foot it might not right work. no you're right the um yeah, man i'm almost at 21 questions <laughs> yeah. yeah oh you got 21 pairs huh almost yeah. almost i got a couple more to go to get 21 that's why I messaged you, Dante, because um, ever since like we first met, like way back with that other sneaker group that we started or that I started, um, you get it. You're down with kicks that are not just Jordans, man. The Reeboks and you know the other brands. Oh yeah, so it's, it's it's good to just see that diversity in your collection. I almost have as many Reeboks, if not more. I haven't counted yet than I do uh, Jordan. Oh wow, dang! That's yeah, I've, I've I've sold a lot of Jays. I just got to the point where it's like i don't really need them yeah yeah some of them are not that comfortable and you know they're not they're they're not the uh i do love my nines though oddly enough i don't know why because i i like i hit the bottom and there's no comfort no cushion in them but mm -hmm. an underrated sneaker that is definitely comfortable is the 10 the jordan 10 jordan 10 yeah jordan 10 and the jordan 13 those those two in my personal opinion are like the most comfortable Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a nice pair of tins. Yeah, you get I had a pair of tins. I had a pair of the linen tins. Um, but I, I sold them. I think they were too big for me anyways. I think I just got a good deal. So, but yeah, man, the tins are nice. I yeah, have I have two pair of tins left. Box. Huh? They're not killing your feet in that toe box area like most nah, other people. Ah, man. The, uh, I have two pairs of tens left and it is the Soulfly 10, which looks a lot, very similar to the linens. Mm-hmm. And then um, this, and then the other one is the Super Bowl ten. Okay, I don't, I don't know if you know no, the Super Bowl ten. It looks it looks like a Hawaiian t shirt. Okay, nice. So, and that's the reason why I wanted it was for summer. Okay, and it's not leather. the The upper is made out of uh, almost like a tweed kind of. Okay, like that type of material, kind of. I guess I it. it's the closest thing. But yeah, so those that, that that's my actually hell, those are my sleepers too. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, so that's my sleeper. So yours, uh, yours, you said is the Isiko. That's right. Okay. All right. So now that we're done going over all of our regular stuff, now, folks, I don't know the answer to this question either. Not really, anyway. Where in the hell have you been? <laughs> Yo, man, I've been living life. I've, I've been, I've been here, just not really in the sneaker thing. Um, you know, thank God my wife and I, we moved into a new place uh, in July. Right, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. First actually like home, like house that I've owned. Um, and uh, yeah, just like settling in here, just doing that. Also on top of that, um, been trying to just like take care of myself better as far as like exercise and like learning a new language and getting good at my work related stuff. So with that, you know, I don't really have any time for sneakers because sne sneakers, I love sneakers. Let's not kid ourselves. I love sneakers, right. but those joints can consume all of your time <laughs> if you let them. between the releases, the sneaker shows, the announcements, the news, whatever latest drama is going on, Instagram. I mean, you, you know, if you're trying to like get other stuff done, I don't know how you're going to do it if you're really keeping up with the sneakers. You're right, man. Hundred percent facts on that one. It's crazy how much how much is going on in this world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I even took like 
you know, a big break from sneakers, you know, just like I said, to take care of the house and like, you right. know, selling here and so on and so forth. But even like the other day, I started getting back into it and it's just like, snap. It's like, I'm on GOAT and I'm like watching YouTube. I'm like, I'm back in it again. And like, it just sucks all your time. And I have to like catch myself. Cause I'm like, I got other stuff I got to do. So yeah. that's where I've been, man. I've been around and I kind of watch, you know, from the background, but I just don't have the, the time or the energy to like, just keep up with everything. It's a lot to keep up with. Right. No, man, you're right. You're 100% right. That's the part of the reason why. And for those that are listening, as uh, part of the reason why, like even myself, I don't really push sneakers and up like as hard as I guess most people think that I should. It's mm-hmm. just it really takes a lot of your time because not only do you have to push sneakers and up, but you also have to keep up with what's going on and, and learn this and learn that and follow the releases and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, folks, and this is just my personal uh, perspective on it. I don't want to do any of that because this is for fun and I do it for passion. When it becomes a job, yeah, it changes. People right. say, oh, well, do what you love and you'll, no, I don't want to do what my, I don't, I don't want to work and do what I love. This is my hobby. This is my outlet. Yeah. So, sorry. And let me step down off my soapbox. Okay. No, I got you. I got you. Yeah. But that's what I've been up to. So, you know, living life, family, and that's what's up. And just like trying to just take care of stuff and using that time I would normally spend on sneakers to get other stuff done. <laughs> you probably had a lot of free time now. Yeah, well, but I fill it up with other stuff. So, right, well, that's what I mean. Now that you uh, not in consuming yourself with the sneaker stuff. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because even like on top of that, truth be told, I would uh, be like even out with the missus having dinner. And I'm on the phone checking stuff. And it's just like, mm. you know, I noticed when I got off the sneaker stuff, it's like, oh, snap, man, I'm out. And she's just like, oh, man, you're not on your phone. I was like, I was like, have my phone with me all the time. Like, I barely check my phone. I forget it sometimes. So I got you. So refreshing having that time back. That's what's up. That's cool. See, I, I want to uh, say uh, one other thing, though. Yeah. For me, I have a little bit of an addictive personality. So I think it's a matter of like discipline or lack thereof. So for me with sneakers, I'm like, kind of all in you know so that's I why it. I, I cut it off but there's a lot of people who i think totally fine you know i'm pretty sure like for example nelly shout out to him you know one of our regular guests and uh galaxy b you know those guys know how to like dip in and out i don't think they're like just on it or they have a system or whatever but for me i just kind of get all in and it just consumes all my time see i'm 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 very similar as well although maybe there's different levels to it Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously anyone who has as many sneakers as I do, you know, some, at some point has, has an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a certain point for most of them, I can say bye. Okay. So like I have an addictive personality to all the sneakers that fit. If, uh, if I put on a sneaker and it does not fit mm-hmm. bye. Okay. And it basically, there's only two sneakers I have in my collection that don't fit me. Okay. And what one was inspired by the by it's a Nike ID and it was inspired by the color of the hospital lights when the night that my son was born. Nice. And it has his birthday on it. Oh. Um so that's never going anywhere. Mm-hmm. The other one uh was a sneaker that released which happens to be the same model shoe the uh, LeBron 11 uh released the same day that my son was born. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah, so those are the only two sneakers that I have in my collection that do not fit. Everything else, even after losing the 30 pounds mm-hmm. and switching down size, and I know I've mentioned this several times, but I'm, and I still have a, uh, two stacks left, uh, what, almost 20 pairs of sneakers mm-hmm. that I got to get rid of, but I've gotten rid of almost between 40 to 50 pairs of sneakers 
okay. in the past three months because I lost all the weight and those sneakers don't fit anymore. I hate owning wow. sneakers that don't fit. Well, congrats on losing the weight, man. That's oh, sense. thank you. Appreciate that. But yeah, so that's uh, that's my my other addictive personality, I guess, or addictive side of it, is that yeah. I want all the sneakers, but if they don't fit, I'm not keeping them. Yeah. Yeah, my thing is also, it's not just the shoes themselves. The shoes is the easy part. Like, once I have them in, in, in hand, I'm good to go. It's more of the all the notifications from StockX or from... Oh, you know, yeah. It's like, it's just nonstop. And it's just, you know, you can try to do good, but you the things just keep coming on your radar. So I had to, like, you know, uh, log off of certain Instagram accounts and, like, unfollow certain people just because we try to take a break and it just keeps popping back on your radar. And of course, you know, something drops, I'm going to be interested in it. So, you know, you have to kind of like cut it off because it's something you love and, you know, any little uh, thing that's happening, you're going to want to know what it is. And so it's just kind of like an all or nothing for me. I feel it. No, I get that completely. Uh, let me tell you, I hate Saturday morning notifications. Mm. My battery, my watch battery alone, mm -hmm. damn near dies because of all the notifications I get from all the different releases happening on Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. See, I get none of that. Like, the thing is, truth be told, man, this might be a little bit of a brag, but I really like sleeping in. I have not woken up for a release. I do not go to any raffles. I don't do any of that stuff. So maybe I might missed out, might have missed out so on and so forth. But it's like every Saturday morning, I wake up when I wake up. You know? I feel it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And luckily, since I work from home, sometimes don't tell my boss, but I don't even like start my day till 10. You know, so <laughs> it's nice not, not having to, uh, and that's the thing that's what i'm getting at is that with sneakers you have to kind of chase them you know you can't just like because if you yeah. like if you just kind of if you sit in the background and just think they're going to come to you you're going to mess out on everything because so either, either you have to actively be like keeping up and chasing after them you know and entering these raffles and doing this or you have to just completely stop because there's no in between right you know because like if i don't do the effort if i don't enter a raffle if i don't get up early in the morning there's no way i'm getting these shoes so then what do i have to do if i want them i gotta know when they're releasing know what time and then get up and then try to release them and do all the stuff. So it's yeah, that's it's, true. Halfway be in it, you know. Yeah, that's true. For me, at least. Right. No, and I get that. I mean, because I was I was the same way for a long time, especially at the beginning, mm -hmm. because and especially because they were easy for me to get because I worked in the industry. Right. But now, I was like, eh, if uh, I'm I'm in a financial position to where if I really want something, then I will. I'll end up, I'll get it. I'll end up getting it. You know what I mean? I, I might not pay the price ideally that I want to pay, but that's if I really want something. But if I want something, I'll try for it. And if not, if I don't get it, then eh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's, a, there's a, a new release next weekend. You know what exactly. I mean? There's a new, there's a new sneak is going on sale this week. Mm -hmm. So like I had to stop myself because um, I'm going on a trip here soon. Well, by the time this is, uh, no, I'm going on a trip here soon. So when I saw three pair of sneakers that I wanted mm -hmm. that went on sale for like 35% off. Right. And I was like, that's better than the normal discount I get. So I was like, Ooh, I can get all three of them only for this much, mm -hmm. but I'm about to go on my trip. So I'm like, I, nah, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. I, I thought it was something. But I, I did an adult thing. I did an yeah. adult thing. I did responsible. So I had to do it. I was going to say that, um, yeah, the the amount of time, you know, that you need to get this stuff, amount of effort is not worth it in some cases. So you mentioned earlier, you know, you're going to get what you want to get. And something recently happened, right? 
you know, I wanted to get a pair of the, the Mocha ones. And, um, you know, they're at a certain price on like goat and not what I would like, but, you know, they are there and it's reliable. And one of the point I'm trying to get is that I was like, oh, let me go on Facebook and see if someone locally selling them. But the thing is you gotta do all this back and forth and then they're trying to like, you know, highball you and then you gotta meet. And then, you know, if the person's not gonna meet, then you send them a message and you have to wait for them to respond. And someone, I was just like, you know, I'm gonna just pay the extra 60, 70 bucks and be done with it. Cause the other thing was that like, okay, well, um, I'm gonna like put a bid on StockX or GOAT, sorry, not StockX, GOAT, and then see if it, you know, if someone else doesn't outbid me, then if they outbid me, then I need to over up my bid. I was like, I don't wanna do all that. That's just taking my time, it's valuable, right. and it's distracting. So I was like, I'll just pay whatever they're asking because I want the shoe and I'm done. I don't have to do the running around, I don't have to do this back yep. and forth. And it's yep. like, if you do the math, like the amount of time that you spend to try to get something and energy, and it looks like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I gotta get this. It's just like, no, pay the extra and be done with it. Yep. Because I'll tell you like this, man, and that's exactly true. I'll be damned if I'm working for a dollar twenty-five an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly. I mean, if you if you really break it down, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, because you can literally go all day, like chit chatting with someone, but <clears throat> excuse me, Thank you. your your interaction is seconds. You know what I mean? But your anxiety mm-hmm. is all day. Yeah, and on top of that, I was thinking about this with like if you're gonna do a local <clears throat> meeting, right? Okay, first of all, I got to do a local meetup. No, I'm just, I was just saying, oh, was considering whew, that, but, man, I'm about to say, yeah, but I was, but I didn't even think about like the whole COVID stuff like that. But what I'm getting, my point I'm getting at is that even if I do a local meetup, right? Say the person lives in Sacramento, I got to meet them halfway. Then I got to, you know, get the money, which is not a big deal. But then I got to figure out if the shoe is real or not. And like if the person's trustworthy. And it's just like all that hassle to save like 50 bucks. It's like, no, nah, I mean, I can understand if you're a kid and money's really tight. And I'm not trying to say I'm like loaded or anything like that, but I'd rather just pay the extra 50 bucks and have the convenience of just done in two minutes, not right. like the three day back and forth type of nonsense. And I have to like go drive somewhere and pick it up or if the person shipped and it. Gas money, don't forget about it. gas money. Yeah, man, definitely. You know, it's like I thought about, and I'm kind of going on and on, but I'll wrap it up, B. But it's like, you know, StockX and eBay and Goat, you know, they provide a good service because you know, they cut out all that. You pay more, but it's like, you're done. You put, you pay your money, you know, you're done. Yep. You, uh, you've seen that uh, eBay is now authenticating too. I saw that. I don't know how good it is, but I did see that. So it's very tempting. Um, I gotten, I received two pairs already from eBay authentic, authentication. Okay. I mean, it seemed okay to me. And okay. it, let me tell you this, they were faster than StockX and GOAT. Okay. So yeah. they were they were fast. So I got my sneakers faster. I mean, granted, yeah, well, you know why they're motivated because when you're the new guy on the block, you know, in that in kind of this realm, even though eBay's been around, right. they're they're more motivated to get more customers, and so they're going to try to get the best services possible. Otherwise, people are like, why would I use eBay if they're just a slow stock X? So the uh, so out of that 40, 50 something pairs that I sold, there were only four that I that I absolutely had to have back. Mm-hmm. So I bought those four in my size off of eBay. Well, here's the problem with eBay is that as a buyer, you're good to go. But as a seller, you're still screwed because if the person says the package never arrived, you know, um, package was stolen, you know, you pretty much, you know, are out of luck. Well, I think that I think they have some kind of protection or something for that now. Because I know I know before 
Um, fortunately, it, it, the situation ended up being a little different. Um, what I know before, uh, there was a buddy of mine who the uh, the mailman delivered the package but put it in a, in a like a wrong spot. Mm-hmm. So they came home and they called the, uh, my my buddy called eBay. He was like, "Yo, they sent my package delivered. It's not here." You know, going on and on. And they said, "Well, we can't help you. The the package shows delivered." Like we have no proof that it wasn't delivered. Right. So then he was out. Mm-hmm. The as the buyer, he was he was out. But yeah. then he went and took a look, and it was like around the fence or something like that. But then he found it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, well, cool. Now I'm not out then because I found it." Yeah. So, what about, I thought I read something about the person can still do the what is it called when you do a transaction on your credit card and then you cancel? Oh, chargeback. Yeah, I it's think like a chargeback or something. Chargebacks. You know, it's like that. There's like no protection for that, you know, so. I'm not sure. that That's where, that's, that's where it starts getting a little crazy for me. I don't understand that one. Yeah. So the, my whole point is that as a seller, as a buyer, you're good because you, the buyers have all the power on eBay. But I think as a seller, you still have chances of getting screwed. Even though they authenticate your shoes are being real, you still have a chance of the person dealing on the end saying, yeah, the shoe's authenticated, but I didn't get it or I'm tired doing a chargeback. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right. So while you're at home, um, I'm kind of changing the subject now, but while you're at home, uh, you actually did a post uh, for those that don't realize that it was GC who, who made the post. Um, but you asked uh, a post about home gyms. Now, are you now are you working out at home or what, what are you doing? I, I'm, I'm just kind of going into that or assuming from your post. Yeah. So there's two things going on. So uh, I'll answer the first question, then I'll talk about the point of the post. So um, yes, I'm working at a home. I have uh, enough equipment here to do every single body part. Um, and that's what I did in the, no, I didn't say that in the post. That was my personal page. But anyways, so I have a complete home gym at home. But the thing is, this is that, um, ironically, I don't have like a, a squat rack. I don't have a bench rack or any of that stuff. What I have is I have um, basically dumbbells. Okay. And I have like a kind of a heavy duty military type backpack, which I got off of Amazon for like 30 bucks. And I have a pull up bar and a dip bar. So, and some bands. So okay. basically I can hit every muscle group. Like for example, with the chest, right? I put the backpack on the back with the weight inside of it, the dumbbells inside of it, hit the push up. So that's basically like simulating bench press, right? Right. Yes. For squats, because I love doing squats, because, you know, I hate to say it, but Black people have skinny legs, you know, on average. So I'm not trying to be skinny leg dude. So I'm always trying to hit the squat. So um, anyways, um, but I don't have a squat rack. So what I do is I throw both dumbbells, which are heavy, into the backpack, put the backpack on my chest, because if I put the backpack on my back, I would fall over. Right. So I put the backpack on my chest instead. So it's like the back, you know, facing you. And I do front squats with the... Um, with the backpack and I found some rocks in the neighborhood. So it's like, you know, with all the weight, it's about 200 pounds doing front squats. So Damn. yeah. Hit the, yeah. So then like, I'm kind of going on and on, but then I hit the hamstrings. I'm like, I'm hand. thinking myself, that's a good ass backpack. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that, okay, let me give the full disclosure. So in the backpack, I can throw a 60 pound dumbbell in there and I can throw like some big rocks that I have. And then what I do is since it's on my chest, I grab the other 60 pound dumbbell and stack it on top of it. So I have a backpack. Full okay. Of the back thing on top yeah i can't fit it all inside that i would oh, say that a good ass back. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no no i mean that would be hard to pick up and put on you know so yeah, anyways, that's true too i'm holding the other half is inside the backpack okay i got you. the bands 
connect the bands to the something heavy like the dumbbells and do kickbacks also get the hamstrings and then bicep and triceps with dumbbells pull-ups for back so that's everything home gym okay and that's it didn't up. pay much money for it that's what's up yeah see i i i have some exercise equipment as well but i i did pay some money for it um so i have an exercise bike at home mm-hmm um so like the other night i got i got carried away on there i was watching two episodes of the mandalorian and got into a conversation uh while i was riding so i eventually rode for what roughly two hours i ended up going like 45 45 miles nice nice. yeah it was crazy man it was hard to get off uh get off that seat let me tell you um (laughs) yeah uh but then i also have uh a virtual reality headset Oh, Which, wow. believe it or not, those uh, the some of the exercise stuff that's on there is intense. Like I'm sweating by the time I'm done, yeah, like yeah. so much so I, uh, my mother and my stepfather they they love it. They mm-hmm. uh, they want they want me to bring it every time I go down there. Um, okay. My cousin bought one just okay. because she was like, "Dude, this is impressive." Um, so I have that, and then I also have a Zeno Home Gym. I don't know if you're familiar with what that is. Yeah, I saw, um, I saw you did a post, and it's like that, like that black box with all the strings coming out of it, right? Yeah, it's like it's like an ottoman with detachment points. Right. So what you do is is you lay down on the ottoman, but you kind of roll yourself under the bench bar, mm-hmm. and you bench. Right. So mm-hmm. and then you just change the resistance resistance bands, and then you change the hooks. But they have an app that shows you how to work out every single mm-hmm. every single uh, muscle in your body, basically. So then I got two dumbbells and a kettlebell. Yeah, that's all you need. You're good. Yeah, man. I got. I got. I. I don't know why, but I got a lot of stuff. I. I. I do use it all. Probably not as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do use it all. So that's that's when my home gym. Now, are you? My neighbors probably hate me because I. I wake up weekend weekday. I'm a PTSD vet, so we do not sleep. Right. Period. So I'm up at 3 a.m. every morning. Don't tell me you got music on too. No, no, no. I'm res- I'm, I try to be as respectable as possible. Okay. So I wake up in the morning and I drink my metabolism tea because my natural body genetics say I'm a fat boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drink the metabolism tea and then I drink my, uh, it's not necessarily a pre-workout, but it's like a, like almost like a, it, well, it is a pre-workout without caffeine. Okay. Um, so, but then I start on my bike, but it's a magnetic bike. So there's no, no noise. Right. Um, and then I start doing my VR headset, which I try not to move or stomp or jump around too much. Mm-hmm. So I just try to do a lot of the cardio stuff, but I'm doing that at like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Ah, you're in an apartment, right? Yes, I am. Okay. That's what it was. I was like, I was thinking it was noise, but yeah, no, you jumping up and down that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm on the top floor. But it's also in the living room and not above anybody's bedroom. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, they haven't said anything, so hopefully, it's not too bad. If They're been too polite too, and I, I really hope that I'm not doing that. And I mean, that's just from in this conversation. I hope that I'm not. But at the end of the day, I still got to get my workout in. Yeah, and no, I hear you. Because then I exercise at the end of the day too. Okay. Yeah, for me, I do my workout every day at lunchtime. That's because it's mm-hmm. like if I don't, and I'll be doing it like it random times it's like i have a set time lunch i even blocked off my work schedule lunch time i mean i'm getting busy that's what's up yeah yeah see because i don't eat dinner so excuse me so typically i'm working from home um 
normally. I love the days that I do because then I'll take like a quick little break from the screen at around, I don't know, 3, 3.30 mm-hmm. and I'll go and I'll change. So then for the rest of my shift, I got on all my workout stuff. So as soon mm-hmm. as that four o'clock hits, I walk right over to my living room and I start my business. Okay. That's what's up. That is what's yeah. up. So I was going to say, the other thing I was going to say was, oh, sorry, were you done with your, what you were saying? Oh, I was, gonna, I was just going to say that for my nightly workout, I typically work out for about two hours, even at home. Oh man, you, you get busy. You get busy. That's good to go. Yeah, I do a, I do a daily workout um, uh, Monday through Friday and sometimes Saturday. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, I do capoeira. So some days I'm getting two workouts a day, but I'm not two, I'm, but I'm not two workouts every day. I go by how I feel. If I wake up in the morning and I absolutely do not feel like doing it, then I'll probably hop on the bike for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And That's then, a key consistency. That's all you have to do. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm doing something. Yep. I agree. Yeah. If I miss a day, I'm pissed. I just feel like, oh man, I got to, and I got to do double the next day. I hate that. Yeah. I was pretty upset this morning because this morning I woke up with, because I have a deteriorating disc in my C4 and C5. Mm-hmm. So some days are better than others, but I woke up this morning and just, I hated everything about life. I was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't exercise this morning. Mm-hmm. So, and then today oh, I had the pleasure of making the call. So mm-hmm. I'm the, the, the afternoon workout, I'm happy to, I'm happy to miss today. Yo, I forgot to mention one very important thing. Um, like I mentioned, I'm working out twice a day and getting busy with the workouts. That's why I haven't been, you know, doing as much sneaker stuff, but you know, obviously that takes a toll on your body, right? Cause you're really pushing yourself. Yep. So one thing I discovered was um, this, oh man, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called Source Naturals Epsom Salt. So I've been hitting the Epsom Salt bath every day. And I just, it's like it's like that Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? When they hopped in that uh, oh, bath yeah, yeah. and rejuvenated. I literally, after 15 minutes in that, in that I'll send you like the, the name of the actual name of the, the brand I got. Um, sure. But yeah, after 15 minutes in there, I feel like a new man. I get out and like all the soreness, pain's gone. It's just like, I get back at it again every That's day. That's what's up. I got, see, I got high blood pressure. I got to stay away from salt. Yeah, but even, yeah, but no. even, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was say, man, I, hope, I mean, who knows, man? Because I think what happens is your body absorbs some of the salt through the water. Right. I don't know if maybe, you know. Well, it's uh, ever since that I uh, was told that I have high blood pressure, I kind of stay away uh, from salt altogether as much as possible anyway, except for my, um, how, what do they put it? Uh, fancy or uh, some kind of fancy ramen noodle. Okay. But it is so good. Yeah. But you. it has a lot of salt. Gotcha. But it's gotcha. So, good. so good. the other thing I was going to say, and this is kind of getting long, but I'll just say it anyways, about the workouts was I personally miss the gym. I like going to the gym and seeing the guys and the girls working out. Like I'm not staring at them, but it's just that environment, right? Yes. And it, and with that environment, it like it helps motivate you guys. Like, okay, he's getting busy. She's getting busy. People are in here. You know, it's like you have, you kind of have a community. And working out at home, you don't have that. So what I was trying to figure out on the Instagram with the post was that seeing what time other people work out, because maybe, you know, do like, even though I'm working out from home, do something like a Zoom or something where like everybody's just kind of there together. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of like a gym environment, but it's like you're other people who are working out as well. So it kind of gives you a little little more motivation. So I was trying to see who had equipment at home and then also who misses the gym environment, because some people don't like the gym environment at all. Because maybe, and then based off of that, you know, um, figure out what times people work out and see if people are interested in doing like a kind of a simultaneous workout where everybody does their own thing, but it's just that you just have the presence of another person working out 
for a group. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. Just so that way people like kind of subconsciously know. I mean, because uh, I, I uh, people are vain, right? And we know that people are vain. So a lot of people, and you may agree or disagree, but yeah. a lot of people want to do more and be more when they know people are watching. Yeah. So I mean, so it's kind of huh. You do that extra rep when the ladies are in the in the gym. Yep. Yes, sir. Hundred percent. And yeah. it's not even like to. I don't. I told someone before. It has nothing to do with a sexual attraction mm-hmm. to to like you know uh, for whomever you want to or whoever you feel that for at the gym, right? It's not for a sexual attraction. It's you're using your natural uh, genetic instincts. Yes. Exactly. You know a competition. I mean? Yes. So you're using your natural genetic thing. So when I'm at the gym and I see a bunch of women there, you know, you want to, I want to throw in some more weight. I want to throw in some more weight. I'll never talk to them. I'll never make eye contact with them. I'll, first off, I'm too shy anyway. Even though I'm single, I'm too shy. I'll probably be single for the rest of my life, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm too shy to say anything. So, but it's just having that environment to be in that you're like, oh, I just, you know, I'm going to impress them. I'm going to impress them. They probably don't even know you're alive. Right. But you're using that to make yourself better. Yeah. And the same thing is even with the guys, you know, because you see a guy and it's like, okay, this guy's got, he's got 60 pound dumbbells doing some reps. Oh shit. Okay. Let me step my game up. Man. It's yeah, just, yeah. Like, I mean, he can't, he can't, he can't live more than me. I, exactly. I can live that much. Exactly. Yeah, I can do it. I, I can do that. Exactly. And it's like, pop you, something. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to be smart about it. But right, you, see, right, right. you see someone putting in work and you're like, okay, this guy's pushing himself. He obviously had to work to that. So, you know, I'm more motivated as well to try to push something because it's like, I want to be the strongest guy in the gym. So Anything you there, can do, I can do better. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. You know, we bring, you know, all, what a rising tide, raise all boats or whatever. So yep. that's what I was trying to go for. And the thing is, is that, you know, with the Zoom, it's not like you just know. It's like you can see, like you, you're working out and you can just like look on the camera and see other people working out as well. You know, and kind of see what people are doing. Like maybe you know, while you're taking your rest, you see what people are doing. You know, in their work, I'm like, okay, this guy's getting busy. Oh, she's getting busy, and I'm more motivated to, you know. And it's just like you can just see people working out. So it's not only, you know, um, knowing that they're there, but like actually seeing people work out as well. And True. That is motivation, and maybe you motivate them and get different ideas for. I mean, maybe people are doing stuff at home that you didn't even think of. Exactly. The only the only problem I would see with my idea is the fact is that people work out at different times or you work out at three and that ain't never happening for me. The other <laughs> right. thing is that I think some people don't like people looking at them or don't like that kind of attention. So that can right. also pull off. So especially if they're not like in the shape they want to be, they may not want to be, you know, on there. So I feel like I might have a real small audience of people who would like it, but you know, if I can just find one or two other people, that's a start. That's true. That is true. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Now that we know where you've been. Um, okay. So I also want to talk about uh, YouTube viewership. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause we have 135 subscribers. Yeah. Um, well, we don't get a hundred, <clears throat> excuse me. We do not get 135 views. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a bunch of people who follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. but they don't always comment. They don't always like, you know, yep. the same people who are, especially on Instagram, the same people over and over again who continuously, like, really like our, our, our pitches and comment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all much love and appreciated. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you still look at that number, it's 135. 
Yeah. These people are getting notifications when we post the new videos, and especially lately, I've been doing them. Mm-hmm. And I really haven't seen anything close to 135 views. Yeah. What in the world is going on? Well, a few things. Um, first off, my understanding is that only 10%, I think the average number is like 10% of the followers or audience actually consume the content or participate in it. So even though you have 100 followers or we have 100 followers, that 10% means only 10. So that means only 10 people are watching the videos. And then if they watch the videos, they may not actually like comment or whatever. So you can check the metrics and see who watches the videos, see how many watches it gets. But if you look at, say, a celebrity like, I don't know, um, you know, let's say Kim Kardashian, right? Um, you know, she probably has like 100 million followers, but I bet her interaction is probably only 10 million or less than that. You see what I'm saying? So the point right. is, is that you need a larger numbers because only a small percentage of your audience is going to participate. Um, the other thing I was thinking is that it's we're in a culture now where there's so much stuff that consumes your time that your content has to really be um, uh, kind of shocking or controversial or something that people just have never seen anywhere um, to get the, to get those eyes. And I think of it like like I talked to my wife about this the other day. And healthy relationships are boring, you know. And I heard somebody say that the other true. day. It's just like, oh, snap, that's true. Like if, you know, if your relationship's a little bit boring, that's probably a sign that you guys are not fighting. There's no drama, you know, so on and so And I don't mean, ex- I don't mean that like my relationship right. like that. But the point is that like things that are like good or normal um, can be considered kind of boring. So I think that's also um, the case with, you know, these YouTube channels and Instagram pages that people want drama, people want controversy, people want something that they can't get anywhere else. So when you're producing regular content with good conversations, it's like, okay, well, you know, it's like, it's like kind of like the good guy, right? You know, right. when you're really young, they want to date, they don't want to date the good guy. They want to date the person who's like trouble and whatever, you know, but then when they get older, then they appreciate more of the good guy. No, and they still date the bad guy though. They just wish for the good guy. You know, the one that's standing right in front of them. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So <laughs> my point, is, my point is, is just that I think what's happening is with the sneaker culture is like they want the quote unquote like controversy, something that's you know either extremely good, meaning something that's like you know a giveaway or something that's extreme, like you know bad or whatever. So I think that's the problem with that's you. true. Okay, I can see that. <clears throat> Excuse me, because that's why reality TV is such a big thing. Exactly. And that's why most of the news that's is popular is negative stuff. You know, I don't want, I don't watch that show. Right. Yeah. I hear you. I, hear I you. absolutely hate the news. We'll not watch it. Right. But my point is just that the people but, who yeah. watch, the news, watch it for the drama, you know, yep. the feel good story. You notice on the news, right? The feel good story is always at the very end. Right. Cause no one cares about the feel good story. Everyone wants to know about like, you know, what Trump did or who did this or where the robbery was or what police action. So I think that's the challenge with the YouTube stuff is that, you know, unless you're controversial or you got something that no one else has, it's harder to get that audience. So I got to be loud and talk with my hands. Yeah, man. And you got to be like, you know, F this producer and, you know, I'm going to like eat some cereal out of my shoe or I'm going to Uh, burn a pair of Yeezys or, you know, like do some pranks and that kind of stuff. You see what I'm saying? Like that kind of like, you know, extremist content well then i'm ha- i'm i'm hope 
I'm hoping that you're glad or happy with the 135 followers because I'm not doing none of that. So we probably won't grow more. Than- <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, that's just not me. I'm, 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 here, I'm just here to, to have a great conversation, to enjoy talking to yourself and to other people um, mm-hmm. about hopefully other things that other people find entertaining. Um, but I mean, everyone who ever comes on the episode or on the show, uh, unfortunately, there's no drama to be had. Uh, they have a great time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't we don't deal with drama. But at the same time, like I said, it's like not having drama is healthy, right? Like I'm not stressed out. I don't have to worry about someone like seeing me on the street and be like, "Oh, you said this," or like, you know, I'm trying to stunt and having all this stuff, and someone's gonna rob me or whatever. So it's right. like I can like once the things I turn the camera off. You know, we're good to go. I sleep like a baby, you know, but some other people, they're like, okay, man, okay, who said what about me? And when's this coming out? And how am I going to get this? And how am I going to get, you know, it's like, we don't have to, we're not, we're not slaves to those things. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're right. Cause uh, the main, the main thing for me about, uh, like, especially after trying to go after drama or anything like that, as far as, you know, calling out any other shows or this and that is, I mean, if they're cool, they're cool. And if they're not cool, then I don't care about them. I don't give them my time. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's that's easy for me to do because I, I don't care. And it's also stressful, you know? Like, look at, for example, you know, I used the Kim Kardashian because it just popped in my head. But you can use a YouTuber, right? As someone who's, like, you know, calling other people out and things like that. It's like, that's stressful because yeah. now it's like, okay, I said this and was this person going to say and did people respond to me or people on my side or people on that person's side? And it's like, that worries you out. So you might see people who have like a hard following or whatever, but basically they, in some cases, unfortunately are going to be like slaves to that following me. Like, okay, what am I going to do next is controversial. What am I going to, you know, because now I'm a controversial person. Now that's what I have to, that kind of content I have to produce all the time. And that's going to be stressful because not everything you do is controversial. You're right. You're yeah. right. And then when, when you start to not do that controversial stuff, then you start losing your following. Exactly. And then now you're stressed out because you're like, oh, man, I'm losing my followers. Okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? But it's like, you know. Ed- well, then 135 subscribers, I'm happy for you. And you guys have been here for a minute. So I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you. Yeah, and so do I. And the thing is, with 135 subscribers, using my 10% rule, that means we probably have like 13 people are actively you know, participating if the right. and that's probably three of my different Google profiles. Um, <laughs> maybe my mother. <laughs> yeah. No, you know who always gives us a lot of love. Um, at least on Instagram is uh, Ben Aguayo. He's yes, on- yes, he's the main one I'm talking about. He he's been he's been messing with this heavy since the beginning, yeah. and he's been he's been staying staying true. So we appreciate you, Ben. Yeah, Ben, Ben, Galaxy B, definitely. I mean, he's a guest. Yep, 100%. Hardcore with our stuff. Breezy Kick pops in from time to time. You know, um, the guy, um, shoes up, sleeves down, or sleeves up, shoes down. He says a few things, you know, Bobby Stinker World. So there's a few people who, you know, mess with us pretty regularly. Yeah, the the ones that are most notable to me um, is Galaxy B. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's, He's doing a lot also to help out with the show. Yeah. Um, as far as you know helping us get new people in here to talk to and mm-hmm. um, and he's called me a few times and was like man you know just talking sneakers with me uh, so that was cool as well um, but yeah Benegal has always always shown love uh, mm-hmm. as well so you know reposting videos and just commenting liking so yeah, yeah. so I'm, 
like we've said from the beginning, this wasn't about chasing numbers. You know, yeah. it's it's cool to do so, and it's it's kind of gratifying, um, but it's really just as a, a, a an outlet to be able to discuss because I can't talk to people at work about this stuff. You know what I mean? They, they yeah. it's cool that I mean they'll entertain the conversation, but they won't engage in it. Yeah, they won't engage in it. They they don't really know. I mean, they got other things they're worried about. So it's cool to be able to get on here and talk about sneakers to other people who know and appreciate it. And other things that we're also into. Yeah, no doubt. And also shout out to I think your your friend, it's enemy or ITS enemy. I don't know how to say oh, it. Oh, it's Nemi. It's Nemi. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he he seems to be um, pretty active as well, at least recently. Yeah. So it's it's Nemi. Um Nelly at a couple of soul. He's come on a few times as well. Um Ben Aguayo, uh <laughs> Galaxy B. So those are the the main four. And then you also said there's uh what you said. Sleeves up, shoes down. Yes, shoes up, sleeves down, or sleeves up, shoes down, and Bobby Sneaker World. And yeah. oh, Breezy Kicks, Breezy, Breezy Kicks. Yes, 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 Breezy, Breezy Kicks. Point three, that guy, he's, man, that guy's been going strong for a while. Yeah, he has. Yes, he has. I'm not a shoe review person as far as like doing them, even though I I, I still do get a lot of sneakers more than mm-hmm. I probably should. Um, but I'm not a, a sneaker review person. Yeah. Yeah, I like to come out of the cut with with surprise stuff. I don't like people knowing what I got. Yeah. But that that's that's just me. But mm-hmm. I mean he's been he's been making a killing doing it. And he's even uh, you know, he's come on a couple of times. I've watched his YouTube uh, and he said a few things that really kind of stuck with me and really kind of you know enticed me to get a couple of things too. So he's doing his thing. And he's consistent, you know, because he's he his videos, the editing, all that stuff, you know, because the thing is it's easier for say you and I to get on here and just talk because you know we're just talking but as far as like review and like the angles and the lighting and the on foot and the editing and the different outfit that takes time you know yep. yes it does yeah um so the last thing that I had on my list and if you wanted to talk about anything else after we definitely can um but one thing I don't even think we've discussed it on this show uh let alone with you um so Warren Lotus uh, for those that are listening that don't know, Warren Lotus is a person, aka a brand, uh, who came out with a sneaker that was uh, essentially a Nike Dunk Low. Um, a lot of a lot of the same features of the exact same shoe. However, I think he changed all the Nike branding to Warren Lotus, which at the time was a Jason mask in the shape of a Nike sign, I believe it was. Um, mm-hmm. So he came out with a few of those, but Nike put out a cease and assist and they are going for his jugular. Yep. They are trying to absolutely demolish this man. Um, my whole po- my point of this conversation to you is, is what do you think about that? And then mm-hmm. trademarking. Yeah. You've brought it up to me. You brought it up in regard to this conversation, but I can also, you know, elaborate on it. But he's not the first one to act, to 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 trademark infringe. But yet they are really trying to get this man. So what yeah. do you think? What do you think about his sneaker first and foremost? Yeah. So okay. So yeah, Warren Lotus. Just to add a little, what Dante said is that the sneaker looks exactly like a Heineken Dunk, like all the popular you know Dunk models. The only difference is that at the at the Nike check, just on like the little. So if this is the check, just a little end here. There's like a little mask there. So the whole thing looks like a check and there's just a little mask at the end. So if you didn't even look 
more than like half a second, you would think that was a Nike dunk. So essentially, he's, he's basically selling Nike dunks replicas just with a tiny modification. I would say that the shoe looks 99%, 97% like a Nike dunk, and that 3%, which is very noticeable, looks doesn't look like it, you know? Right. So he's essentially basically using their popular models to, um, to sell shoes. The other thing is, is that um, he's moving numbers, you know, taking pre-orders and taking, moving lots of units. So I believe what's happening is that Nike's like, okay, you're not some small dude who's making, you know, two, 300 here and there. You're basically making thousands, if not maybe millions of dollars, you know, off of our, you know, uh, intellectual property. And so because of that, they're like, okay, now we got to shut this guy down. Because I think the thing is the guy's probably made a few million just selling those shoes because he's released quite a few and he's gotten really, really popular and they resell on StockX for, you know, five times the price. So, you know, Nike's just like, yeah, nah, man, you're not, you're not eating up of us. You're not some nobody now. You're, you're, you're making moves. I was going to say, I think that number was, yeah, about two, two million that he's made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Nike's gonna not gonna be like, yo, somebody's making two million dollars off of our our product, you know? Nah. Then I challenge Nike then to re-release those items. <laughs> nah, exclusivity is was what keeps that brand on people's minds, right? People would not be getting up early in the morning and doing all those raffles and things like that if the shoes are easy to get. So they true, to- true. The uh, but that's the uh, that's the reason why I challenge them though is because they won't re-release them. And I kind of hope they would, because I, I like the pigeon dunks, but the pigeon dunks are like, the, those things are just beautiful, simply amazing. And it's just a simple light gray, dark gray with a little pigeon on it. Um, mm-hmm. But the dope, just the, the, those, the uh, the Jason Voorhees ones, um, mm-hmm. the Heineken's, even those are, dun- uh, those are dope. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, yeah, he's definitely, definitely picked the right ones to do. Of course, he's not stupid. He chose, yeah, he chose their most popular model. So it's basically it's like someone who's taking, you know, uh, let's just say uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, James Brown, their greatest hits, and then just slightly modifying them and then selling them, and people are buying them left and right. You know, yeah. you, you, you know those those record companies are not gonna let that slide. You're right, hundred percent. Yeah, and. The other thing I want to discuss, which is related to this, is that it's so interesting to me how a lot of these smaller independent brands and companies will blatantly take logos from other teams and put them on, you know, mostly apparel, you know, streetwear, shorts, sweats, hoodies, so on and so forth, t-shirts, and they're still in business. And I'm shocked because I see things where it's like literally like the Denver Nuggets logo, um, something where it says De La Souls like logo. And it's like these brands are not affiliated with these people. And the other thing which is crazy, I see even some celebrities wearing these items, which are not like officially affiliated with the, with the you know, celeb- the whosoever image they're taking. So right. that's one thing that's really surprising to me. I'm guessing that unlike the Warren Lotus, those people are not moving enough numbers to really make the brands pay attention. But I can imagine if enough time passes and there is no partnership between the owners of those logos and these independent companies that are selling these things, they're gonna go after them too, like Warren Lotus. True, true, yeah, it all it all comes down to numbers. If they see that someone is tapping into the market and potentially taking away money from them, like Warren Lotus is doing, yeah. Um, then yeah. 
But I mean, who would you go after? Like, if I mean, because you can't go after like so. For example, you said Denver Nuggets, so can't go after uh, go after the NBA because it's on uh, Urban Wear that they would never put their product, uh, their you know what I mean, their branding on. It would be on like basketball shorts or jackets or you know what I mean. So who do they go after for that? What do you mean? Um, who do they go after? What are you referring to? Well, so uh, are you just saying that they would go after that small mom and pop because they're dipping into a market that they could potentially be making money in? Okay. When you're talking about going after, you're talking about, so someone that say, for example, the, the, the Golden State Warriors logo, and they put that on some independent brand. Who's they? Oh, meaning brand. Sorry, not they. So let's just say I, sneakers enough, we start our own brand, right? Right. We start making shorts and t-shirts and so on and so forth. And we start putting NBA logos, you know, on there, you know, the Warriors, the Nuggets, blah, blah, blah. And we're selling that stuff. What I'm saying is, is that the Nuggets, the Warriors, the NBA would go after us eventually and be like, look, you okay, guys. That's, need, okay, uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Okay, so we, I was agreeing with you. I just didn't realize I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Guys, Could, go ahead. I was going to say, these guys, you know, when I see these brands, they're selling stuff that's, um, that's uh, definitely using logos from other things and i'm pretty sure they don't have um affiliations with them right i was just gonna say man you can walk through you know flea markets you can walk uh, you know by bodegas you can walk through all that stuff and mm -hmm. all of them will have you know replica jerseys or you know uh like you said jeans with you know with the team names on them um mm -hmm. all that stuff is everywhere mm -hmm. everywhere and you know they do not have uh clear trademark access for those you right. know they don't but right. like you said, it's everywhere. Right. I think the thing is, is that how many are you selling, right? When you get online and you have an audience of, you know, like, let's say Warren Lotus, you know, I hate to keep talking about him, but this is the main topic, you know, at least the most recent one is that if he's got, say, 5 million followers, that's 5 million clients potentially now that can be buying this unofficial merchandise. Right. That's huge. You know, so that's probably why. But in the flea market or these local brands, if they only have 30,000 followers, and even if they're selling like 10,000 items, it's probably still not enough to worry the NBA or whoever owns those logos because it takes time for them to like get someone to chase them down and, you know, get a lawyer and so on and so forth. So it's probably just True. until they become a threat. That know? makes sense. Because a lot of them are, uh, are brick and mortar stores too. So, I mean, it's harder to chase down that one store or even to find out that that store is doing it as opposed to somebody who's online. Because yeah. all you got to do is Google. Exactly. Exactly. Or you can wait until something like Soul Collector or Sneaker News post mm -hmm. it. And then you, as a trademark person, sees it and you're like, holy crap, they just stole our shoe. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is this, is that I'm just thinking about, for example, say, you know, some of our older hip hop groups. You know, they're not really making a lot of money these days just because, you know, they, their time has passed. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. So for them to go after these people, they probably would have to hire a, you know, what's it called? A copyright attorney or something. And right. that probably costs lots and lots of money. And at the end of the day, it's like, you're going to stop this mom and pop shop, which is not making that much money. You know, it's like, yeah, nah. So it's not worth it to them. But Warren Lotus, who's making millions, is like, okay, now this guy's making millions. I'm entitled to... 90% of those millions. So I'm going after him. Yep. No, I agree. I, yeah, that, that, that's actually a really good point. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. I also read, cause I was curious about this. I also read that if you change enough of the, the logo, you can get away with it, but it has to be significant. 
And I think the thing is, is that for some companies, they will change it quite a bit. So it looks like a warrior singer. It looks like, you know, this and that. So I think in those cases, then that's harder for those companies to go after. But I'm referring to, I'm talking about the owners, but I'm referring to the ones who literally take the exact logo and put it on something else. And right. then sell it with, you know, sell, 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 a lot of, sell a lot of units. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Damn, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but I it's the brands off the top of my head, but my, my friend showed me the other day, like these shorts that are really popular these days, which has like these NBA logos on them, you know, slightly modified, but it looks, it's the same logo, just like on a different background or whatever, you know, hmm. so, and they sell out like within seconds, like anything else. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Huh. I wish I knew the name of the brand. Still but, sucks uh, for Warren Lotus uh, to go on after his neck so bad. Yeah, I mean, it does, but you can't be surprised, right? If I'm making millions off of someone else's design, you, you I mean, only an idiot would not know that they're not going to come back and come after True. You. You're not making small numbers anymore. It's like, I mean, wow. I, well, I was thinking that they would just, you know, say, hey, stop selling that product, give the refund, like initially what it was supposed to be. Now they're like trying to go after everything. Yeah, but I think they're probably trying to set a precedence, right? I was just going to say they're trying to set an example, make, yeah, make an example out of them, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, because why would they want to kind of go through this over and over again? They'd rather just like really just put the, you know, put the, the, in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. And be yeah, like, I get that. Yeah. You're, okay. And the thing is, this is like, not only... Not only does, you know, say a Warren Lotus type of company have to pay back all the money they made, there's also like fees because now like all the legal expenses was taken to take you to court. You have to pay, so you, you come out losing money. You don't even come out back where you started. So you right. actually bankrupted. Yeah, that's, exa that's exactly it. You know, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I mean, that was all that I had. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? I know you haven't been on in a while. Yeah, um, the the shows. So. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because like you know, I like to take a breakfast break for sneakers, but I also kind of pop in here and there. And there's a show that I like um, called Cam's Kicks, C A M S, or okay. C A M possibly S Cam's Kicks, and it's like this literally this 18, 19 year old kid who has a shop, I think, in like, oh man, like Connecticut or one of those kind of places. And the thing that's interesting about the, sh the show is the fact is that the show is literally just his like little GoPro camera on the shelf facing like, you know, the front door and facing the, the register and the, the table where he does all his transactions. It's people coming in, they come in. Oh, I got these, you know, Mocha ones. I got these SPBs. How much are you gonna get for me? And he takes them out and like looks and he's like, okay, I'll give you this. And it's like, you just see all the transactions. So what's nice about it is the fact you get to see like what shoes are hot, what shoes are actually being sold, what shoes are being rejected or not being like, you know, bought because, you know, like he's like, oh, this won't sell. The other thing is that you get to see real sneaker heads and what they have in their collections and what they're going for. And I like it, oh. you get to see like the reality of kind of like what the hand to hand sneaker game is looking like versus, you know, what we see online, which is all the stock X and GOAT. Like what the hand to hand stuff is a little bit more intricate because for example, if you're selling something um, if Goat's going to pay you X amount of money for that shoe, then I'll just pay you slightly more and then I get it. But then the thing is, if I'm going to buy the shoe and you sell the shoe to me and StockX is going to pay you, you know, um, X amount, 
I'm only going to pay you slightly more than StockX will because the point is like, why would I pay more when I can just buy the shoe off StockX? And, you know, right. I'm not seeing it quite clearly, but the point, no, no, it's the other way around. It's like, you know, you can try to highball me, but the thing is, if you sell the shoe on StockX for 500 bucks, you're only getting 410. So don't try to sell me the shoe for $500. You got to sell them for 410 because with all the fees and all that stuff, yep. sell that same shoe, you're only getting 410. So I'll give you 420 and let's be done with it. So it's like just nice to see that kind of like reality of the game as opposed to, right. uh, you know, the online version. And that's smart. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's smart. Yeah. And it's entertaining because you literally are watching sneakers come in and do deals and that kind of thing, you know, and there's a little hmm. risk in there, but for the most part, it's just like people walking in with their collection and like, People come in with like beaters and shoes that no one wants. You're like, hey, I can't buy that. No. Like, it's very simple. And the guy's like unassuming, just a normal looking, you know, um, you know, kid. And uh, I find it very entertaining. There's not a lot of that nonsense of like, so let me, right. back, let, me, let me talk about the other side. So there's another show called Cool Kicks. And it's kind of like a round two, right? Um, but the problem is, is that <clears throat> they do all like these games and like they have celebrities come in and it's like, that's not what I want to see. I don't want to see what some rich person is buying. I don't want to see someone like, you know, do a backflip to win a pair of shoes. I want to see just the real sneakerhead exchanges. Right. Buying and selling. I don't need all the extra fluff. So um, that's why I like this Cam's Kick show because there's not that extra fluff. It's just the hand to hand and what people really have. And you get to see some rare stuff people bring in. Okay. I'm actually kind of interested in the Cam's Kicks. You should check it out, you know, if you care about like what shoes go buy and sell for, you know? Yeah, I'm just curious just to see the interaction and kind of just that atmosphere. I probably won't go on too long of watching it, but I want to give it a shot. Yo, I'm going to tell you, be careful, man. It's it's pretty addicting because it's just someone comes in and he edits out all the nonsense. So it's basically just like someone's at the door, then they're at the at the, at the, at the register or whatever and then they're talking a thing and whatever and then they're done the next person so it's not like a lot of like trends so it's just like you get to see deal 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 that's cool that's cool that he did that yeah i'm surprised because the thing is also that's what i like about like you actually see what people are paying right because a lot of these shows you know you don't see you know or a lot of these shops you don't know what they're actually selling what they're actually buying and how much they're making but he literally right. shows the prices that he's offering and that they're giving and what they sell for, which I'm shocked, you know, because basically you can tell how much money he makes or loses, you know, cool. um, each episode. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I'm kind of digging that one. Yeah. Check it out. It's addicting. You know, it's simple, but it's like, you know. Cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Um, did you have anything else? Nope. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, sounds good to me. Um, that's all I got. Uh, so again, Welcome back, man. I want to thank you back to being on another episode. Um, I don't know if you are back for good yet. If you are, cool. If you're not, understood. Um, but I will try and sneak you in every once in a while again, every time I get the opportunity to. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll say, let's say TBD right now. We'll, we'll of course, of course. I don't, I don't want to get too excited. Not yeah, yet. No, not it's yet. It's definitely good. It's good to talk sneakers and like, you know, politic with you and catch up. You yeah. Know, uh, definitely tell the missus I said hi. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. So um, that's all I got. So this is uh, around the holiday time. So happy holidays, everyone. Stay safe. Enjoy your family. Uh, keep COVID in mind. Don't spread it. Wear your mask. All that other good stuff. You know how we do. Yeah. Um, so from sneakers and up, happy holidays. This is Dante. I'm GC. And we out. Peace. <laughs>